Before we get into today's episode, let me ask you a question. Do you ever wish you had someone to help you speak better English, feel more fluent, and have more confidence in specific situations for your work? Well, that's what you'll get in my private lesson program, Speak Business English Confidently. And FFCC membership is included in the package. From November 15th through the 23rd, we're offering some special discounts on the program Speak Business English Confidently. And for details of the program, check the link in the notes to this episode. Now, let's go. Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. What resources do you turn to when you have problems? Hey everyone, a quick special announcement before we get into today's topic. If you want to send us an email with any English-related questions, ideas for topics, or any feedback, we now have a dedicated email address for podcast listeners. Send us an email at podcast at christinarobofate.com with your questions, comments, and suggestions. We'd love to hear from you, and we might even read and answer your question on a future podcast. Now, on with the show. Hey everybody, Christina here with your Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. I hope that you're having a lovely week um, and that you're not having too many problems. We, we've been talking about solving your problems quite a bit here in the FFCC podcast, um, but I would say once you solve them, that just eliminates a problem and makes your life easier. So, you know, we got to talk about it in order to solve it. Anyway, I'm here with Linda today and Linda, how are you doing today? Doing all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm i still recovering from being in the U.S. and trying to play catch up and put out some fires. So mm, that's some yeah. good vocabulary for you. Exactly. That's I'm, I'm adding it to the list to put out fires. So that one is going to now be um, on your vocabulary list for you guys listening. Yeah. We've just gotten a couple of bonus expressions there. And we'll talk exactly. about the uh, defining them later on in the episode. All right. So, uh, well, welcome back, Linda. We're so glad that you're back on this side of the Atlantic and hope that you'll put out all those fires very quickly. Um, Right. So we're talking about resources that you turn to when you have problems. Now, you know, I don't know, do you have like a, a strategy or are there specific resources that, you know, that you use to help you whenever you're trying to solve your, your problems? Honestly, I think sometimes it depends what kind of a problem it is. Good point. Yeah. So if if I'm having like a social problem, mm. um, then I find that getting perspectives from other people mm. uh, works better because usually I there's something that I haven't thought of. So mm. sometimes kind of just uh, getting a new perspective or a new set of eyes on on the situation mm. uh, can really just help me see it in in a different light to to help me see it in a different way that maybe I didn't think about before. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've like oh yeah. sorry, I was gonna say no. yeah, I like I've noticed that a lot. It's, I would say maybe more in business because I think I tend to talk about business problems a lot with um other people because I have a lot of friends who like they have their own business and things yeah. like that, and so it's yeah. like they totally understand. Um, and yeah, and it's like I'll be struggling with uh a problem or a question and I'm like I just don't know how to do this and like I'll say like oh hey you know Geraldine I'm trying to you know fix this um problem in my business this is the situation and I don't know what to do and we don't know what to do and she's like why don't you 
do this thing. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that is such a good idea. And it's like, I think just having someone who can offer you like a fresh perspective on that, like sometimes it can literally solve your problem in one minute. Whereas like you've been struggling with it for like a month. Um, Yes, it's exactly that. So uh, I, sometimes it's great to do that. Friends, family, colleagues, uh, or even a therapist, if you have Mm -hmm. one, Um, sometimes you just need to talk it out and then somebody will tell you something that, that you just didn't think of, or you discover something as you talk. Right. Yeah. Um, It's just like, as you're talking about it, and I guess like, you know, going through like the the problem and suggestions and ideas that you've tried and it's something comes to you and you're like, oh my goodness, that's it. And you kind of find it yourself, but you needed that sort of outside perspective or outside, I guess, conversation partner, I maybe to help you get to that conclusion. Yeah, exactly. So one, one of the other things that I've noticed is Um, life can be stressful and sometimes Mm -hmm. you just have to sleep on it. Um, take a step back, um, step away from it for a moment. And Mm. sometimes just even like you could even work out or you could do something that de-stresses you do something creative so that by the time you get back to it, your mind is in a different place. Cause sometimes Mm. just like your mindset and being frustrated or unhappy in that moment, Mm. you can't see it clearly. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's like, you're, you're like, it's almost like you're overthinking it or you're focusing too much on it. And that means that like, you can't find the solution because you're focusing on just the problem so much. And like, I've actually read, um, like why that works, like, you know, why, or or like, and it's, and it's, it's also, it's the same thing that happens in the brain. Like, you know, when you think of, I don't know, like somebody says, oh, you know, who, who sang that, that song, you know, from the eight, like who's, who was it that saying, I don't know um, under pressure or something. And you're like, oh my goodness, I know who it is. And it like, you can't find the answer. And then it comes to you like an hour later. Um, it's, it's because like you're, even though you're not actively thinking about it, it's like your brain is sort of just turning in the background and it's still like, because you didn't, it's it's like the tab is open. Like when your computer tab is open open and the little circle, (laughs) it's still spinning. When, whereas like you, you were waiting for that page to load, it never loaded. So you went off and you went to another page or something. And then it's like the page suddenly loads five minutes later. It's the same exact thing in your brain. It's like your brain keeps spinning on it until it finds the answer. And that's why you can, you know, can't find a solution and like you said, you go out, you go for a walk or you go to sleep and you yeah. come back later and you're like, that's it. Yeah. But sometimes you do have to just like step away, sleep on it, go out, get some fresh air, take a walk, come back and then like, beam, the solution comes to you. Exactly. So, okay. But there's other situations where the solution doesn't come to you. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you have Ooh. to try to find a way to, to come up with things. So for example, if there's something that has a scientific option, mm. um, I tend to enjoy research a lot. Okay, yeah. um, for example, with um, a health diagnosis or when you find out mm. someone has something where there's research on it, right. I will pour into the research mm. and I will start looking at all of the options and right. what scientifically is good and um, mm. start weighing, weighing the pros and cons and you know, thinking about, is this option realistic? What are Mm. the, what are the side effects? What's the fallout? You know, what consequences, um, what has the least, what has the most and start making a list and figuring out what's possible. And that's Mm. how I deal with things that are outside my control. 
Okay. Right. So it's like, it if it's like, feel you like I have control, like you have a bit of control. Yeah. Because it's like, sometimes there are problems that are like outside, like if it's a business problem, okay. You can control that in the sense that you can decide what action you take yeah. in order to try to solve that problem. But if it's like something like, like a health problem or like, I don't know, like a, I don't know, a problem with your, your house or, or something like, like, yeah. that's the situation that you have to deal with. Yeah. Um, you can't change the situation, but you can, like you said, sit down and maybe weigh up some pros and cons of different, you know, options or different solutions. And at least you've got control over, okay, this is the situation that I'm given. Um, yeah. What options do I have? Like what choices do I have to take to try to best manage this this situation. Um, and yeah, and then you can just look at different options and weigh up the pros and cons of each of them and then decide, all right, what am I going to now? What am I going to do? Um, given let's say the, the, the situation or the constraints that I've been put under. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of like, yeah, I think I've noticed that like whenever I, um, like have a problem, like, let's say, let's say, I don't know, let's say we, we try, we create a new program, um, and we, you know, offer it out to everyone like who follows our newsletter or whatnot. And I don't know. And like, we just don't get a lot of signups. Like a lot of people just don't sign up for the program. And I'm like, oh man, you know, that didn't work. And so it's like, maybe for a couple of days, I'll just kind of be like sad about, I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, but then like, it's all like, I, I've experienced this enough now to know myself. And I'm like, and then it's some like about two days later, I kind of pick myself up and I'm like, all right, Christina, um, it didn't go out the way you planned. This is not what you wanted, but now what are you going to do about it? And then it's like, kind of like you, like you set to work and say, okay, what can I learn from it? What can we do now? What's the options? How can we take what has happened and use it to our, I guess, best benefit? And then just move forward. And yeah, it's uh, that's I I was talking recently with a a student who part of the reason he was taking English classes was to apply for a new job. Mm. And uh, we had worked quite intensively, like 13 hours in in one month, Mm. even though he was working and it was rather intense. Right. And in the end, he didn't get the job and he Mm. was really, really sad. He found out that they hired someone from outside and just like he felt defeated. Right. And I was trying to tell him, sometimes you have to just mourn, like just Mm. let yourself Mm. feel bad. Let yourself feel like Mm. something died. Your dream died. Yeah. And you have to just feel that pain before you can move on. And I think anytime that you have expectations and Mm. things don't go as you expected or as you anticipated or as you Mm. dreamed, yeah, you have to give yourself some time before you can really enter the problem solving Mm. because until you let go of what could have been, you yeah. can't really think about what now needs to be and will be and mm. might be in the future. Yeah. It, it's almost like it's like the, like there's the emotion um, that comes from, let's say this, like you said, the, your, your dream dying or, you know, something going bad, let's say. And you, and you have to, yeah, like you just like have to acknowledge and accept that emotion and you know, like you said, mourn and, and deal with it for as long as it takes you. And I mean, hopefully it, it doesn't take, like you can get over it in a reasonable, reasonable amount of time. But yeah, you like, you have to have the space for those emotions before you can maybe put on your, like your, your logical brain um, yeah, and then start, you know, analyzing and, and, and moving forward and um, yeah. And things like that, I would say. So yeah, there's uh different ways to 
deal with the problems, kind of depending on what the problem is and, you know, how much control over it you have and, and all of that. So yeah, very interesting. Right. So maybe now is a good time for us to look at some of the vocabulary that that you guys heard in this episode. Um, so as usual, you know, like like we've been doing in the past few podcasts, in the conversation between Linda and I, we took care to use some expressions and some vocabulary that will be useful for you. And now is the time when we go back through that list of vocabulary. Uh, we define it for you so that you can maybe make some notes, write down the expressions, write down the definition. And then what we recommend that you do is go back and listen to our conversation again and try to catch, you know, when we used these expressions. And now that you will know the definitions, see if you can better understand our conversation um, because you will know the meaning of the expressions that we're using. Um, so let's go ahead and define some of these expressions. And I think Linda, we'll start with the uh, the bonus expression that we had, which was um, to put out fires. How would you define to put out fires? So <clears throat> I had to explain this to a student and, and I kind of love, loved this way of explaining it, but not necessarily the imagery that comes with it. Okay. So uh, this is a student that lives near Bordeaux and okay. mm. he had some fires around his house. And right. I was like, to put out fires, you have to think about which one is going to cause the most destruction quick, like the, the quickest. And yeah. so that's the one that you put out first. And this is figuratively, I need to take a look, look at all of the lists <laughs> that I have yeah. to get done and decide which one, if I don't do it, will cause the most destruction because right. they're all important and they're yeah. all going to... Yeah, they they all could be a problem if they don't get done, but mm. some of them are bigger fires or they burn faster. <laughs> yeah, you've got to you've got to put them out quicker if you want to let's say save the the most things. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay, so. yeah, right. Sounds good. Um what about the next expression we had which was to offer a fresh perspective on something? How would you define that? Fresh perspective. Um so a lot of times we get really stuck and like fixed in the way that we view something. And so uh, talking to different people or even an expert, a uh, therapist, a uh, colleague, uh, anyone, mm. somebody might see something in a way yeah. that you didn't see it. Um, so they can tell you something that you just weren't able to see. Mm, exactly. And so it's like that person offers you um, a fresh perspective on, on your problem. Exactly. Absolutely. Now, what about this other expression, which was um, to get a new set of eyes on the situation? So a good expression with get here, to get a new set of eyes on the situation. How do you define that one? It's kind of similar to the one. I was going to say, <laughs> we can define it by saying it's like to get a new, pers a fresh perspective on the situation. Well, maybe actually, you know what, maybe it's like to offer a fresh perspective. Like that is something that someone does for you. Um, like you could say, um, I don't know, Matthew really offered me a fresh perspective on this problem I was having. Okay. Whereas like to get a new set of eyes, like that's something that you do. Yeah. So you're going out and getting it. Exactly. exactly. You're, yeah. um, you're seeking it would be the, mm. the way we're using get here. Mm, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so you might, um, you know, maybe like you could ask your, your colleague or your friend or something like, Hey, um, can I get 
a new set of eyes on this problem I'm having or something like that. And you're asking them to give you a fresh perspective because you're, like you said, going out and getting, Mm -hmm. trying to obtain, yeah, a a new set of eyes, getting a fresh look at your, your problem. All right. So the the next one should go to you. Okay. Okay. I can define this. We'll we'll switch up a little bit. The next one to, to step away and uh, take a step back. Okay. Either of those. How would, okay. Yeah. Because they are similar in meaning to step away or to take a step back. And I would say it's like, it's almost, um, I use the image of like, imagine you're looking at a painting um, and you're standing very, very, very close to the painting. It's like, you can't see what's happening in the painting. Um, so you literally have to step back, like move far away from the painting in order mm-hmm. to see what's happening in that painting. Um, and it's the same with your problem. Sometimes you're so in the problem um, that you can't really see it. And so it's like you have to kind of yet yeah, put some distance between you and the mm-hmm. problem in order to solve a problem or to find a solution. Yeah. I like the image that you created. Oh, yeah, I you. agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I use that image for so many things. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Do, do you want me to define the other the other two expressions on our list here? It's your choice. If you have a way, go for it. Otherwise, you can you can okay. put, I'll put it to me, whatever you okay. prefer. Let's see. I'll try this next one, which was to sleep on it. Okay. Um, so to sleep on it like, li- like literally does mean you have a problem, you go to bed at night, you have a good night's sleep. Um, you let your brain relax mm-hmm. and then maybe you wake up in the morning and you either you magically found the solution in the night if you're lucky, um, or at least you've given your brain a little chance to relax and to mm-hmm. come back fresh and energized and maybe ready to to actually find the solution. Yeah. So I'd say it's literally going to sleep without solving the problem before in mm-hmm. order to try to better solve it the next day. Agreed. And let's see our final expression here to weigh up the pros and cons. And we could also say to weigh the pros and cons, like to weigh up the pros and cons or to weigh the pros and cons literally is the same exact expression. Yep. I think it just depends on the person. So like, um, I, I don't use the up, but maybe, uh, yeah, it works fine both ways. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's it's like, I, I think I would more naturally say, oh, you know, let's weigh up the pros and cons here. Um, but yeah, it totally just depends on your personal preference. Mm -hmm. Um, so So, how do you define that here? I think, um, so visually, this kind of is like when you have, uh, you know, that the scale that they Mm. sometimes use as imagery, um, for like justice, like the lady yes. of justice, right? Mm. Where you have two sides of a, a real scale and you're putting weights on each side mm. to, to see which one is heavier or, yeah. and sometimes just doing that, making an actual, a real list yeah. of pros and cons, you start to realize that maybe there's really only one thing in the pro mm. or only one thing in the con that actually matters. Yeah. And the rest of the things uh, don't matter as much or sometimes just seeing them mm. and getting them out makes yeah. you realize which side is really actually heavier or yeah. more important. So Exactly. So yeah, it's like, like literally weighing up, measuring the pros against the cons. And maybe we should also very, just very quickly define pros and cons. Oh yeah, pros absolutely. Advantages, the good points and the cons are the negative points. Positives, negatives, absolutely. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okie dokie. Sounds good. All right. And so that is it for this episode. Okay. 
pause here, Zenovi, if you can just edit this little part out. Linda, if you have to go, you can go ahead and go, and I'm just going to record the closing. Um, you, we, I still have three minutes. You're good. Okay. Okay. All right. Never mind, Zenovi. End of parentheses. <laughs> um, please edit that out, and I'll just do the closing now. All right. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. And if you are a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club, um, share with us your takeaway word or idea or expression from this episode over in Mighty Networks, where you can, you know, stay in touch with us in between your FFCC sessions. And if you are not a member of FFCC, the Faster Fluency Conversation Club, and you would like to literally join the conversation, improve your speaking skills, feel more comfortable speaking in English, and have fun connecting with people from all over the world, then join us in the Faster Fluency Conversation Club and all of the details about membership, times, etc. are in the link in the notes for this podcast. All right. Thank you very much. And Linda, thank you. And um, yeah, we'll uh, get off now because you've got a lesson and I've got a meeting with Janine. So have a good one and talk to you soon. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening this week. And before we finish, don't forget that we can also help you speak better English, feel more fluent, and have more confidence in specific situations for your work. In my private lesson program, Speak Business English Confidently, which includes private lessons and FFCC membership. That special discount on the program will be available from November 15th through the 23rd, and there's another big, awesome gift waiting for you. For details of the program, Check the link in the notes to this episode and we'll talk to you next week.